in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, right now at 12.06, good afternoon, one and all. Here I am at Swan. John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. I want to welcome everyone in tuning in for our noon report on Facebook Live. It's the John DePietro Show page. Please share that you're watching. Click the like button and uh, you can support the show. You can send stars. You can subscribe to the show. Some people like to shop in the shop, folks. This portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center on this final day of June. Stop it and see everything available. Annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging impatience, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom mulch are available, pickup and delivery, mulch, dark piney, black, hemlock, crushed stone, full-scale nursery. They are PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. They're open seven days a week. Today's a delightful day to uh, pop by the weather. What a nice Thursday we have on this final day of June. It's been quite a month. They have gift certificates available. Stop in and and look for them on Facebook. But I also want to mention, folks, that, uh, you know, this weekend, 4th of July weekend, um, if if you're going to uh, a cookout or a, a party or something like that, why not bring them a nice gift, a nice plant, vegetable plant, what have you, at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Instead of just stopping getting a, a cheap bottle of red wine, you could get, you know, something uh, really, and something that's alive at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Happy Fourth of July. They will be open, and they'll be doing great business. It is a delightful day, folks, on this uh, final day of June. It's 12.08 in the Ocean State, and you know, we have so much activity on the website, petro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, the official website of the Chosen One. Especially, um, you know, people are commenting that yesterday that that was, um, you know, there are days that I cover things that you kind of remember. And then other days, it's a little bit of a blur. Going to North Kingstown, seeing that type of presence from the FBI. And then last night, we uh, returned and had a nice conversation with one of his neighbors, Ernest, uh, all because of Trespassing Day. You can, you can see the video. It's uh, on the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, I want to thank, we have great sponsors at the website, dipetro.com. And they're growing by the day, as a matter of fact. Um, check it out, dipetro.com. Brought by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Delicious food and drink. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. So now, uh, this is a big day, and it's not a good day. And I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that's really just kind of the role sometimes that, that one play. The Supreme Court has knocked down the remain in Mexico. And number one, it's not good for the country. And number two, it's, it's really bad for us in the Northeast. Uh, especially, you know, Massachusetts right now, they have driver's license for illegals. But Governor Baker had, uh, the governor of Mass had vetoed it. And then now they're going to put it on the ballot. And to me, that's always the key, right? Put it on the ballot. And now let's see what, what happens with that. I want to remind people that it was um, early May, late spring. There was a 76-year-old woman killed in Providence right on Union Avenue. Which then, if you take the left off of Route 10, that leads into Silver Lake. But she was killed by an illegal with a Massachusetts driver's license who happens to be living in Providence. So you can um, you can then see the fact that it looks like Massachusetts is going to get rid of their program of having driver's license for illegals. And meanwhile, Rhode Island, with Governor McKee, is about to pick them up. So later today, but the remain in Mexico, and I want to explain what that means, is they started this under President Trump. And what President Trump said, so you have people that show up at the border and they say they want asylum. Now, they're told they want asylum, right? It's kind of the old thing of, you know, go into the store, ask for Eddie. And then, they, you know, years ago, they'd lead you to the back room and then there's like stolen merchandise there, Right. So I remember a guy telling me there was a place in Oneville. You go, you knock on the door, 
you say, so-and-so sent me, you go in and it's like all fenced merchandise taken out of warehouses and so forth. Um, that then you could, you know, it was all hot merchandise, so to speak. Well, they, the same thing for the illegals. They tell them, go up to the border and when you get there, tell them you're seeking asylum. Now, in the past, that would would work and they would come into our country and they would never show up for the hearing they then disappear into the night but then with president trump in office they started the remain in mexico which means oh okay so you want asylum well guess what you're going to stay in mexico you're going to remain in mexico until you have your hearing well president biden suspended the program the lower courts reinstated it but now it turns out in fact, that the Supreme Court is ruling that. So that means they can once again come into the country and then who knows if they will ever show up. Now, where is this really problematic? Where this is truly problematic for us in Rhode Island is coming up a little bit later today. Governor McKee is in fact going to grant driver's licenses to illegals. Now, this was put in motion, um, and I'll play the Channel 12 piece. What what really, there's several things about this. Let, let's just be really clear. This acts as a magnet. This acts as a magnet. This business of, it's a driving privilege. That's not what it is. It's to give them an ID. It's to give them, can they vote? It's a legal form of ID. A license is a legal form of ID. You want to get on an airplane, you need a, a legal form of ID. You want to open a bank account, you need a legal form of ID. This is to garner and get more illegals. The number one complaint amongst illegals that come into Rhode Island, number one, they want more EBT cards and free money. But the second thing they want is a driver's license. And so Governor McKee and his people have decided that this is the best way to capture the Latino vote. So I want to play Makita Sound Bill allowing driving privileges. Well, first of all, they're already here driving. But this is going to garner more of them to come. This is choose Rhode Island over some of the other states. This is the Channel 12 piece that they have on this. And then I'll comment Residents on without a permanent legal status will be able to obtain driving privileges. Later today, Governor McKee plans to sign a bill that would allow the DMV to issue driving privilege cards and permits to those who aren't in the country legally. Kayla Fish is looking ahead for us now, live in Providence this morning. Hi, Kayla. Hey, good morning, Danielle and Patrick. Well, when Governor Dan McKee puts his signature on this bill later today, Rhode Island will join Massachusetts and more than a dozen other states in granting driving privileges to immigrants who lack a permanent legal status. Now, we're not talking about licenses yes, or IDs for voter registration. Yes, what this bill does is it allows the Department of Motor Vehicles Run. to issue driving privilege cars Run. and permits to those who can't prove they're in the country lawfully. Yep. Them. Uh, applicants will need to show two forms of identification no, and two examples of a residency. Now, 12 News spoke to a local mom who moved to Rhode Island when she was eight years old, but she doesn't have legal status. Well, she's a taxpayer and has been active in her community for decades. She says she still More can't do basic things like drive. Doesn't have a social like security number. I'm going to be stopped by a police officer, Good. you know, and just get deported or, or go, yes. go uh, get arrested. They're not even, even deporting them. Another lie. You still have the fear in your soul that you're going to get in trouble. It's all about voting. Now, these types of proposals have been met with plenty of pushback, including from Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, who vetoed a yes, similar bill. That's right. Lawmakers decided to override that veto, but opponents are now trying to gather signatures for a ballot question that would repeal that Massachusetts law. In the meantime, Rhode Island's version of this legislation is set to be signed by the governor at the state DMV in Cranston later today. What is Live in great. Providence, I'm Kayla Fish, 12 News. Now, granted, there's so many mistakes in that report. But the bottom line is the fact that, you know, look at Governor Baker. Governor Baker in Massachusetts, he vetoed the legislation. And then they did pass it, but they're going to put it on the ballot. So they're going to put it on the ballot. And guess what's going to happen in Massachusetts? It's going to be voted down. 
Folks, this is, you know, th- there's no one checking this stuff. I want to just, um, I, w- I want to just, you know, and I granted, uh, and I'll play the Channel 10 piece as well. Laws only, hear what I'm saying right now at 1216, I, I don't know. I think we could be having a glitch problem with the Facebook Live. Folks, sometimes, you know, th- there are so many things when we use some of these technology stuff in these apps, they're beyond my control. If they run into a glitch, you know, Facebook Live always, normally, 99% of the time works fine. Yesterday, I go to the home where the FBI is outside, and then suddenly we have, like, a glitch with the, the stream. It can happen. I don't know what to tell you. Some Most of the time, it corrects itself. I'm not sure what to make of it. It can be wildly frustrating. But let me, let me just say something uh, candidly here. And that is, and and the media doesn't point this out enough. These laws only matter if there's there's some mechanism to check it, right? There's no, if you don't have the mechanism, and if there's no one checking it, then, then it's almost the equivalent of not having it at all. I mean, when it comes down to it, and I, I frequently give the analogy, um, you know, you see if you're riding on a road and it says the speed limit is, let's just say, 35 miles an hour. Okay, that that sounds good and it looks good. But if there's there's no one ever enforcing that, if there's never a trooper there, and now they don't even have their car, they just have the sign, right? Lower your speed, it, it guns it. Uh, right where I live, there's a place, the, the speed The speed limit is 25 miles an hour. And since they put up these, <coughs> there's two of them on both sides of the road, because uh, people would frequently go faster than that. And suddenly it catches you. Hey, you're going 30. You're going 28, slow down. You know, it works. I don't remember what I used to drive on that road, but I can tell you now, I always go between 25 and 30. So were there ever people speeding on the road? Obviously, there were, right? Because there were accidents, different things. The police, the law enforcement, they don't have the type of resource just have someone sit out there with a radar gun. So instead, they have, and you see this also in the school zones, right? Whether it be in East Providence or Providence. So... What they're trying to argue, what they're trying to argue is, in essence, that there's no one speeding. But if you just put in a mechanism and say, well, we're going to have a speed limit sign. If you don't have some way to, to verify that, then you have no way to really see whether or not, in fact, people are speeding. And what you've seen in the school zones in both Providence and East Providence is there were a tremendous number of people speeding in the school zones. The only thing that was missing was a way to check it and enforce it. Once they set up those speed cameras, boom, boom, boom. East Providence, I think they racked up 200,000 in fines the first couple months of the year. There's like a learning curve for people like, oh, okay, you can't drive above 25 miles an hour in this particular zone. So just stay with me. Coming back to everything you're hearing, there's nothing to verify whether or not, in fact, that these people are a registering. <coughs> there's nothing to verify at the Board of Elections. There's nothing that talks about immigration status. There's nothing that talks about citizenship status. And granted, they have. If you fill this out, I have put this on the website to Petro.com. If you fill this out, you were doing so under penalty of perjury. Tiny, tiny letters. It's like a disclaimer. But the bottom line is there's no one that checks up on that. And I also want to clarify one thing. This is, I don't know how else to explain it. Folks, can you see what's, it's coinciding. Early voting starts August 24th. You know, not obviously not everybody fully gets what's been going on. Last uh, this past weekend, I stopped by the Latino radio cookout. I know the host. He invited me to stop by several candidates that are running for public office are there. I saw Chaz Kalender. I saw Alan Waters. I also saw um, Helena Folks. I saw Brett Smiley. I saw that Sarah Morgenthal, who's someone to watch. Um, but anyhow. There was someone else that I was chatting with who clearly doesn't get the way 
things are going. I want you to look at early voting starts August 24th. In 2020, 65% of the votes cast were cast before election day. I'm telling you right now that this election cycle in September, then November, it's going to go to 75-25. What does that mean? Now, I'm like many of you. I like to vote on election day. We all should be voting on election day. But they sent out all those. You can get a mail ballot application. You apply online. You don't even have to go in. You don't even need an excuse of why you want that early voting. <coughs> it's 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 a mail ballot application. But the difference is you can drop into the drop box. So there's someone running for office who's Democrat, and they waved me off like, oh, you Republicans with your mail ballots. It's not a mail ballot. The old traditional way of mail ballots, those were actually not counted unless the election was close. Pat Cordelessa knows what I mean. So let's just say if you voted from overseas, which most of the time that's when mail ballots were used, they really didn't count your vote unless it was a very close election. Then they say, we're going to go to the mail ballots. What they have done now, and they started in 2020, is with these drop boxes, if you drop in your mail ballot application in the drop box, if you drop that in starting August 24th, boom, it counts like a regular ballot on election day. There's different types of ballots now. It shouldn't be that way. And it is confusing by design. There's multiple ways now that you can vote. And it's very problematic. So my point is, these the illegals that are now getting the driving privilege card, they're not going to the polls on election day. They're not going. If anything, a lot of them are either working or they're not going out in public. They're not going to go there and show a driving privilege. The campaigns will collect their ballots ahead of time. And I don't even think they're actually filling them out. I think they're filled out for them. The campaign people get paid per ballot. Rhode Island should not have that provision. Massachusetts doesn't have it. Rhode Island doesn't have it. But it was interesting to me was there's someone running for office and they don't even they they had no idea what I was talking about. None. The people that really know how it works, the ones that really know, the two that well, there's three people that know the best. One, Nellie Gorbea. Number two, McKee. Actually four. Sabina Matos, McKee, Gorbea, and then also that uh, Gonzalo Cuervo, who's running for mayor of Providence. He was Nellie's chief of staff. The two people that know the most about mail ballots, more than anybody, or just voting in general, excuse me, may, uh, voting in general, are Nellie Gorbea. It's her job. They go to seminars. They know how everything operates. And her former chief of staff, Gonzalo Cuervo. So, um, and then the people that know the least are just basically like everybody else. But this is really important. So I know this all started once voter ID came in. And as I've told you, if you have a choice, if you you could either run a commercial, people could see it. Maybe they'll see it. Maybe they'll like it. Maybe they'll vote for you possible definitely builds name recognition helena folks has found by her name recognition has been raised by all the money she's been spending on television but there's still no guarantee that that person gets up and goes and votes for you on election day if you collect their ballot far more likelihood but it's not the traditional mail ballot mail ballots you normally counted afterwards these are counted in the drop boxes in real time so, and I, I before I, I, and this is this is really important, folks, because I full still, I could just keep talking about this, and people still aren't going to absorb it. But early voting starts August twenty fourth. The primary is September thirteenth. On August twenty fourth, they're going to have a vote total. They're going to know who's already leading by twenty fifth, twenty sixth. We're not even at Labor Day. I think the race could be decided by Labor Day. And I'll tell you, the race, if 75% of the people are voting prior to the polls opening on September 13th, if it's that high, if it even goes to 80%, I think in parts of Providence, it's going to be 
if that happens, um, think about that. The polls open on primary day and the race has already been decided. It's absolutely already decided. And it's all because of those stupid drop boxes. You know, President Trump talks about the drop boxes. If Rhode Island really wanted to have fair elections, the election should be held on election day, should not have those drop boxes. Uh, I, I'm going to talk to Pat Cordelesso, who's the Republican candidate for Secretary of State. Have election day, day of, day of voting. Get rid of the drop boxes. No more of that. No more all these mail ballot applications, blah, blah, blah. Get rid of all of it. No way. Election day. You got to show up. You got to show an ID. That's your privilege to vote. Voting should not think how easy it is. It's it's hard. <coughs> it's easier to vote in Rhode Island than it is to change a password on Facebook. It's easier to vote in Rhode Island than it is if you log into your Facebook account from a different device that you've never used. They'll be like, oh, hold on. Two-prong verification process. It's, it's harder to change your password with Facebook than it is. It's easier to vote in Rhode Island, and it should not be that way. We don't have legitimate elections. I'm sticking with my prediction. Things are really going to blow up in the Democrat primary. You're going to have wild accusations of fraud. And let's let's really put it out on the table. Governor McKee could be indicted by the FBI prior to the primary on the 13th. Could happen. He's under an FBI probe. He doesn't like talking about it. Think of the rules and everything that he is enacting all the while while he is the subject of an FBI probe. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and it's brought by Jay's Broadway Appliance. Now listen, they're running their 4th of July sale. It's already started. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Jay's Broadway Appliance. Call them 949-7800. 949-7800. Stop it and see them. They're right down the street from Apple Valley Mall. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road. Now, they've been in business since 1963. They've evolved into a new generation of kitchen, laundry appliances, beautiful cooking showroom. You deal directly with the owner. They're open Monday through Friday, 10 to 5, Saturday and Sunday by appointment. And right now, for 4th of July, they still have a great selection on new grills. Weber grills, whether it's charcoal or propane that I use, or even um, electric, and they also have a great selection, air conditioners. It's going to be a hot summer. They're already predicting July and August. It's going to be a hot one. Folks, pop in air conditioners for windows or built-in walls for senior apartments or condos, and washers, dryers. Do you need a new refrigerator? Stop it and see them, or washer, dryer. Take advantage, dishwasher. Uh, The 4th of July sale is going on right now. Jay's Broadway Appliance. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Again, call them 949-7800. Folks, visit the website, thepetro.com. We have great original video and unique stories, and it's brought to you by the Centennial Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Call them at 401-232-8696. Stop in and see them. Lunch, dinner, and drinks. And right next door is Stella Suites, the Centerdale Revival, comfort food and cocktails. So locally, and again, folks, um, I also want to congratulate the Rhode Island Republican Party. Uh, They had a very successful convention last night. I I apologize. I can't be everywhere. I wish now I had been there. I am very happy. They have tremendous number of slate of candidates. Uh, the most in recent memory. And I'm very happy for former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. He's had a big week. Uh, he also, I also want to commend Bob Lancia that just realized, you know, he's not going to stand in the way. So Mayor Fung, um, he is leading in polls against every Democrat against him for Congress. Folks, this is so important. And I also like the line that Steve Fryas delivered last night. Steve Fryas introduced Mayor Fung and uh, at the convention. And he, he, had a, he had a great line saying, um, hold on, here it is. I'd rather have somebody in D.C. who represents me some of the time 
than get stuck with someone in D.C. who represents me none of the time. Steve Fryer said, you know, he's not as conservative as, as I am, Mayor Fung. He's not. But I like that quote. I'd rather have someone in D.C. who represents me some of the time than get stuck with someone who represents me none of the time. Langevin represents me none of the time. Cicilline represents you none of the time. So they need to be supported. So think of that. The rebuilding of Rhode Island, the rebuilding of the Republican Party could start. With Cranston, former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung winning that congressional seat. Now, also, I want to commend Susie Yankee, the GOP chairwoman. <clears throat> they have put together a very ambitious ticket and slate and the most in, in quite some time. And they are nervous. The national pan, um, pundits are writing, it appears Democrats have a problem on their hands in Rhode Island. Seth Magaziner cannot win. Seth Magaziner cannot win. He's going to do a press conference today. You know, this guy is just tone deaf. He's going to do a press conference with Langevin at the, the train station in Providence this afternoon. And basically the message is everybody get out of the way for Magaziner, for Seth. There's no end to the entitlement. There's just no end to the entitlement with Seth Magaziner. What about arrogant? First of all, they're not even having it in the district. Yeah, the train station's a good place to have it, as in they want to send Langevin out on a train on a rail. The weakest leadership. They, they, they're so, the two of them, you want to have it at a train station, have it at that Wickford stupid train station. They're not even, they're having it at the Providence train station, having a press conference to say, Everyone needs to get out of the race. Get out of the race for Seth. Langevin's going to hold a press availability. That's a mistake. Where's it going to be at the Providence train station in Congressional District 1? Time to get behind Seth and get everyone else. I'm telling you right now, that Sarah Morgenthal uh, poses a problem. You know, look at also what's happening. On for con- for for governor, that this is going to be a rough primary. Whether it's Governor McKee or Nellie Gorbea or this uh, Helena folks, whoever wins the nomination is going to get beat up. By the this is going to be get rough. You have three people that are really going to go to the mat. Three McKee Gorbea folks. Folks is not going down lightly. And wait till they start opening the bombs on McKee. Huh. The negative ads against Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee could be maybe some of the roughest commercials we've ever seen. They're going to hit him with full barrels. Think of that. And think, you know what it also comes down to, folks? Right now at 1234, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know what he's not going to be able to escape is next month. You know what July represents? The next installment of the political bribes that Governor McKee is giving to the state workers. You know what he can't run from? Governor McKee can't run from the following things. Number one, his former chief of staff, Tony Silva, is still under investigation, number one. But to me, the real death knell other than the driver's license for illegals. But the two things that Governor McKee cannot escape from is number one, FBI probe. The FBI, his dealing with that ILO contract remains the subject of an FBI U.S. attorney, attorney general investigation, number one. But number two, the thing that really sticks to McKee is the political bribes of $3,000, quote, bonuses to all the state workers with taxpayer money. He cannot get away from it. That was a game changer. I know why he did it. He shouldn't have done it. That's the type of thing that people understand. Hear me out. Some of this stuff can get muddled, right? Grants to this one, low income housing here, blah, blah, blah. You know what people understand? Their neighbor across the street who got a state job Because their cousin helped get them the state job. Just got $3,000 from McKee. That's the type of thing that people can understand. 
That's number one. Number two, state workers, the 15,000 of them, are all, 16, all over the state. So it affects every city and town. And we all know, everyone knows, <clears throat> you have to have a sponsor and know someone to get a state job. The thing that I believe hurts McKee the worst, the most, I should say, is the political bribes to the state workers. That's what I think. Some of the other stuff is definitely noise, but that he's going to have a, you can't. And he can talk about, like the whole narrative, it started with the Providence teachers, should never have given them 3,000. But he did it to try to bring them under his tent. Then it went to the state workers, and what did it end up with? Governor McKee then said, oh, their retention bonuses. $3,000 went to judges with lifetime appointments on the bench. Absolutely ridiculous. A new low for Rhode Island. <clears throat> what benefits Ashley Kalis, the Republican in the race, is she really doesn't have a primary. <clears throat> there are some people that have filed. There are some people that have filed, but nothing really strong. Fung is in a very good position. Helena Folks is... Is in a very good position. And Nellie Gorbea, I don't know. She remains the front runner. But I do want to um, compliment Sue Sienke, the chairwoman of the Rhode Island Republican Party, who they have put together a very good slate of candidates. And it's the most in some time. They have been able to get... Uh, you know, they have a, a number of people running for state senate. I'm glad to see Doreen Costa's back in action. Um, and then the Democrats, folks, they can always find someone to then just run against the person in a primary. Right? There's just no, um, you know, it's also interesting. With Lancia out, Bob Lancia, the Republicans in different packs are going to drop a lot of money into the Rhode Island race. Alan Fung is in a very, very good position. He is, uh, without question. And some of these other people, you know, anyone, listen, folks, I, I've told the story in the anyone can then just sign up and run. Um, it, there was a time that I used to feel stronger about independent candidates. What I don't like about independent candidates is if they, they well, admittedly, if they ruin the race for the Republican. If Rhode Island could have more balance at the Rhode Island State House, I'm telling you, fun going to Congress could start to turn the corner. It really could. I don't know what's going to happen with Ashley Kalis, other than it, it's going to it's going to be a um, it's certainly going to be a um, you know the, I, I I'm just happy that they've been able to put together a good slate of candidates. I. I actually retweeted someone to put out the exact number. And if you you can look for it and we'll try to cover it as best we can. But I um I think they actually have a they did a good job with it. And there's a, a lot of people running for office. Now, granted, they still have to go through the signatures. Um look, there's a lot of people I don't get some of the people are running for offices they should not should not be running for. And kind of what I, I've talked about in the past, folks. To me, the only thing that matters is is winning. You run for a seat that you can win. If if you can't win that seat, then then you don't then you don't run for it. You you got to find the right. You need to find the right race. For instance, Joy Fox should not be running in this congressional thing. I mean, she's gonna she's in. She's tweeting about the Budlong pool. I mean, that she's not even. She may finish fourth in that primary. You want to get involved? Patrick Kennedy was a rep in Providence. Patrick Kennedy ran against Jack Skeffington in Providence. Um, That's how he started. Gina Raimondo ran for general treasurer to get elected. Cicilline was a rep. Langevin was Rhode Island Secretary of State. Uh, It's all about picking... To me, it's all about picking like the, the right race. Oh, here, here's the one, the tweet that I was looking for. With the latest update, there are 37 Republicans running for Senate seats and 46 for House seats. 
Some are running against each other, possibly seven GOP primary contests in the Senate and two in the House. But that is very, very healthy. 37 Republicans are running for Senate seats. That's, I think that's a huge number in 46 for House seats. And we're talking about the Rhode Island State House. So um, that is re- really remarkable. The Senate is where it's at. The Senate is where it's at. Um, if they could see, because right now, just to explain it, the Republicans at the Rhode Island State House, they just get steamrolled because they have no leverage on votes. If if they could get enough votes where they you could not pass a piece of legislation without getting some of them on board, that's where governing really comes in. If that could happen, boy, a lot of things could change. The progressives, forget about it. What you'd also see, though, would just be total stalemate at the state house. Nothing would get done because the progressives never negotiate, right? The progressives, they refuse. They're extremists. They in no way, nope, they have unreasonable demands. Unreasonable, unending, no way. List of demands, this is it, non-negotiable demands. The progressives. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show at 1242 is brought to you by Atman Urgent Care. I want to say good morning to David. <clears throat> His brother, something happened to him. They were just about to go to the emergency room. I think this was earlier in the week. And he said, you know what? Instead, let me take you to Atman Urgent Care. They went to the location, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Johnson. David said his brother was in and out of there, thank God, in, in less than an hour and a half. Folks, at Med Urgent Care, also location 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. They specialize in ambulatory medicine, cost-efficient health care alternative to hospitals. They do walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma physical exams, full laboratory services. And remember, for those that have COVID, and I actually know someone right now who I am um, keeping a good thought of, but he is literally battling for his life right now in the hospital with COVID. And it does not look good. Um, I don't know enough about it, but it is real for certain people. And they do offer, if you have COVID or a family member, at Med Urgent Care offers mononuclear antibody infusions. I have not had a chance to speak with my friend. He, from what I understand, is unable to speak or with his family. If he had gone there and received from At Med Urgent Care, they're tops in the state. They give this out more than anyone, the mononuclear infusions. If he had gotten that, it could have been a different story. Folks, stop it and see them. 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. I I have gone there and visited, and their doctors are fantastic. 5750 Post Road East Greenwich, Atman Urgent Care. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Folks, stop it and see them. We're going to be doing an event at the work location of Brood coming up in July. But Brood Awakenings, I love it there. The work location, Balto Road, is, uh, um, I mean, there are people having meetings there all times of the day. The Johnson location, Cherry Hill is incredible with the drive through And then you also have the Cranston location, Pontiac Avenue with Cranston. The food is fresh. And David, the whole staff at Brood Awakenings, they want to wish everyone a happy fourth. Folks, they're local. Stop in and support them at Brood Awakenings. So I want to just recap what, um, what Governor McKee is going to do today. With the, it's it's driving licenses. It is. They can say driving privileges. You know, I, I hate this attitude like we're all morons. It's it's basically a driving license. You're going to attract illegals here like a magnet. They're going to come to Rhode Island. Uh, we have to pay for it. Let me be very clear. I hate how, you know, that report in Channel 12, there they are, they're paying taxes. They, they're not, I don't know how else to explain it. They're not paying taxes. Because they don't have a social security number. Because they're not citizens. Why do you report that? Why does the media report? Well, you know, they're, pay- they're not. You know what they call paying taxes? 
sales tax. That's not the same. You pay city taxes where you live. You live in Smithfield, you pay town taxes. You live in Woonsocket, you're paying city taxes to the city of Woonsocket. You also pay taxes to the state of Rhode Island. You also pay federal taxes. They don't pay any of that. I don't know how else to explain it. They don't have a social security number. That's why they can't drive. You're going to give them basically a driving license. You're going to attract more of them. See, people like McKee and Matos and Cicilline, they want, they absolutely, they want them. They want them to come here because they keep them in power. It's all about power. Try to explain that to people. Cicilline got tired of hearing the family of five that lived in Smith Hill that didn't like any of his policies. So when Cicilline was mayor with his friend Gordon Fox, then we got to Congress, he gave the table for one salute to the family of five said, you know what, the hell with you. I don't need you and your five votes. I'm going to get 10 Guatemalans in here or 10 people from the DR, and they're going to vote for me whatever I do because I'm going to let them live here. So screw you. You know, the family of five, whether it be in Woonsocket or in Cumberland or in the city of Providence, right? There could be a town hall meeting of 100 people saying to Cicilline, we don't like this, we don't like that. And Cicilline is like, you don't understand. I don't want to listen to you people. <clears throat> there's how many? There's 100 of us here. Guess what? I'm going to bring in 200 Guatemalans. They're going to cancel out your vote. And I'm going to add in 100. And they'll vote for me no matter what. And as a matter of fact, they don't even know they're voting for me. We have their information. You know what? They're going to vote for me or I'll deport them. How do you like them blanking apples? That's that's not kind of what's going on. That's exactly what's going on. What a joke. You know, she's upset. She's paying taxes. Boom. No, stop. No, she's not. No, she's not paying taxes. Now, folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. I can talk about J. Perry Paving, or I could show you J. Perry Paving. I'm going to edit the video. Last night, we did one after dark. Good, good afternoon, everyone, at 1249. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Last night, as I was interviewing Ernest who is standing up for the North Kingstown neighbor. We have the video up, by the way, on the website, topetro.com. And he was defending his neighbor, who's been arrested for attending trespassing day in Washington, January 6th. <clears throat> and you know what the guy, the guy had? He had just had his driveway paved by my friends at J, letter J, J. Perry Paving. And it looked spectacular. And it looked fantastic. And there were... There were three driveways. There were three neighbors that said, yeah, let's all get our driveway paved. Folks, call them J. Perry Paving. You can see the results. I'm going to clip the video and send it out. Call them for a free quote, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving. And you'll see the difference when he paves your driveway. Residential, commercial, seal coating, and patios Call right now for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Now, also, this summer, I'm going to go and cover. I'll tell you how generous they are to veterans. They will, this later this summer, I'm going to go and film. They'll pave the driveway for a veteran for the bubble, for free. No one is better to veterans than letter J, J. Perry Paving. Affordable. Smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, licensed contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs. And I also want to tell you this, folks. They are a tremendous sponsor. When I call them and say, hey, you know, we need you to keep going with the boom, without a thought, not even hesitation, not even hesitation. I want to salute them because because of their support. That allows me to, you know, investigate stories, go and cover things. 
Um, I'll, I'll show you a little bit insight into Juan's world. When, when, when Juan has to, if when I have to spend a lot of time trying to get people to support the program, that if I'm doing that, it's time I can't be out filming or investigating or interviewing or talking to different people. We have some big uh, guests that are coming up. You know, the other day I, I missed a call from the Trump team uh, that Wanda, you know, they actually, it was, it was a nice phone call. Um, I couldn't take the call because I had shut my phone off because I was in the middle of a, a meeting with, um, with, you know, one of our our sponsors. They were calling to say, hey, thank you. Great, great job on Newsmax last weekend. Uh, they had requested that I be on to comment on the Trump rally. And, um, and I missed the phone call because I was in a, a meeting with a sponsor. So, um, but J. Perry Paving, folks, one phone call and boom, they're on. Call them right now, free quote, and they do tremendous work. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. I will be on Newsmax again this weekend. You know, I recognize all the headlines coming out of uh, what happened at uh, with the J6 hearing and so forth. But um, I, I still come back. The problem that those that are against President Trump, the problem that I view for them, what they fully don't understand is, and we were talking about it last night with Ernest, and I've said this in the past, See, they don't want you to remember what you watched the summer of 2020. They say to forget about it. Forget, don't notice locally, they never show the Providence riot anymore. Notice locally, they never mention when people are arrested. At the Black Lives Matter had a protest last year at the State House. Someone showed up with a handgun. Good luck trying to find that in the media. They don't host it. <clears throat> As I said, did some people get a little rowdy trespassing day? At the Capitol. All right, Let, let's let's go with the, the the line they're all familiar with. The majority of the crowd were peaceful protesters. Yes, some people get a little rowdy. Yes, it is. But if you have one hundred thousand people and five hundred were arrested, that's less than one percent. If one thousand people were arrested, that would be one percent of the crowd. So using their own formula, ninety nine point five percent of the crowd. That were at the Capitol on trespassing day were peaceful. Now, compared with, I've been at protests with BLM where it's like 10% of the crowd, much higher, and did much more damage and burned the cruiser and smashed windows and looted and did destruction. Way more, way worse, not even close. Whoever assaulted or did anything to law enforcement that day needs to be held accountable, by the way, in a in a fair manner, whatever the penalty is. You can't start making things up. I also just want to point out a plug. Someone to watch is this governor for Virginia. I know everyone is talking about Governor DeSantis, but someone to watch is this Glenn Youngkin. The governor of Virginia, he beat Terry McAuliffe. He ran a perfect campaign, this guy. He's 6'7". I haven't met him yet, but we're going to meet. He ran a brilliant campaign, and he's loaded. He ran the Carlisle Group. So he's in his mid-50s, cashed out. I think he's worth like 500 mil, half a billion. He ran Glenn Youngkin. He ran a brilliant race, was elected governor last year. He beat Terry McAuliffe, who was... A political animal. And what I like is Youngkin has declared the Republican Party the party of parents. You know, I really like that. And I think Alan Waters, who's running against Cicilline, I think Alan Waters was trying to say that. He may not have articulated it perfectly. But, like, State Senator Tierra Mack, she... She's an irresponsible, immature, shouldn't be... Everything with them, they're just immature. They, they, they should be, they want to run for like, they, they, it's like they're running for an office at college, you know? Their whole campaign is like everyone should be able to smoke pot and free abortions and blah, blah, blah. And that's not what people are concerned about, right? Like grown adults, parents are concerned about education. Parents are concerned about schools. Parents are concerned about taxes, 
Parents are concerned about safety for their children on the roads. Parents are concerned about what's being taught in the school. And, and they're, they're concerned about the price of gas. They're concerned about groceries. You know, anyone that works hard has a job and has a mortgage. The Republican Party is really becoming and has become, and it actually is. It's the party of what was known as the traditional American family. And I think what Alan Waters was trying to um, vocalize is, you know, Cicilline, he really doesn't care about education. He doesn't have any children. He doesn't have any children in the schools. Tara Mack, her big thing is defund the police, free abortions, everyone should be smoking pot, blah, blah, blah. They're not... They don't have adult values. They don't have adult values. They really don't care what it's like to try to raise a child. They're not parents. They're not, they're not responsible adults. Langevin, you know, look at he and Cicilline. They're not married. They don't have families. They don't relate. They don't understand what it's like. People that have limited options, that are forced to send their children to a public school. So they're concerned about what's being taught at the school. You know, maybe they don't want drag queens glamorized. Maybe they don't want five-year-olds being told to put a dollar in a G-string of a guy in drag. Doesn't mean they're hateful. Maybe they don't want their children being told they're racist in school. The Republican Party is really is the par- the party of parents. And there's nothing wrong with being a parent. You know, there's a lot of responsibility with being a parent. You're taking responsibility for raising Another person, you know, your person, a child. The the Democrat Party in Rhode Island is it's it's the party not of children, but of immature adults. Like Cicilline, he he's a child. That state senator Tara Mack, the BLM people, they they, they live in fantasy land. They don't live in reality. They've never run a business. None of them are parents. It's just they, they, they live for Pride Fest and PVD Fest and everybody's getting wasted and defund the police and blah, blah. They, they want to live in this socialist utopia. But the difference is they want you to pay for it. So Glenn Youngkin, um, we're going to have him on sometime next month. I'm very impressed by the guy. He's making moves towards 2024. I think he's going to be a force. Folks, so right now it's 1259. We have another full hour to go. Next hour, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee is going to try to put the final nail in the coffin of Rhode Island by giving illegals a driver's license. It's not needed. It's, it's wrong. It should be overturned. If you want to do that, put it on the ballot. He's doing it to get votes. Make no mistake about it. There's no other rational explanation. We're also, boy, Biden's really coming under fire. Folks, next hour is radio only. You can listen on the website, AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Uh, We're going to break much more ahead. I'll catch you on the other side after the 1 o'clock news. And it's right here on the John DePietro Show.